Welcome back to BYU Basketball. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside seats and join Mark Durant and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, the Cougars are grounded down late in this game as Portland had a tough time finding the hoop late. BYU wins it going away 69-45, to so a 24-point win mark in a game that was a one-point contest at 38-37 with under 15 minutes to go in this game. Portland actually had a possession, as you noted, for the lead. But from that point, BYU really clamped it down, went on an 18-2 run to help put this game away. And BYU kind of wins going away on a huge night for both Elijah Bryant and Yoli Childs. Double-doubles for both. 11th career double-double for Childs and 6th of this season. He goes 26-13. and 13, scoring high, A career scoring high of 26. The rebounds, not a career high, but the rebounds were a career high. 15 for Bryant, who adds 22 as those two, those two pace BYU to a comfortable win here in the WCC opener. Yeah, cool to see. Uh, it looks like Donovan came back. He's talking to Elijah right now. I gave him a hug. That's cool to see. Nice to see him stick around. It was fun to have him here tonight. But, yeah, I mean, a, a really nice finish to this game in the second half as uh, BYU really turned up the heat defensively and Portland cooled off. I mean, that that's really, really what it is, is. Portland shot the ball great from three in the first half and cooled off in the second half. And BYU totally dominant on the boards, 46-28. to 28. So uh, Portland was getting one shot at it, and uh, they started to miss it. And uh, BYU turned up the, the heat defensively and uh, made a couple threes finally there. But uh, it was... Portland's poor shooting, uh, poor free throw shooting, and lack of ability to rebound the basketball was their ultimate uh, doom in this one. When it got to be a little nervous there early in the second half, but BYU, like they do, they pull away from teams, and they did it tonight. BYU plus 24 on the scoreboard and plus 18 on the glass, 46 to 28. And the miscellaneous categories go to BYU, most of them. Points in the paint, BYU plus 22. Points off of turnovers, BYU plus 6. Second chance, BYU plus 9. Fast break, BYU plus 4. The bench went to Portland 14 to 9. So a rare uh, subpar night for the reserves as they scored just 9 on the evening. One tie, two lead changes. BYU's large lead was 25 as they win by 24. Portland's large lead was two is all, and it came in the first five minutes of the game. BYU led for more than 37 of the game's 40 minutes, although Portland did keep, did keep it interesting for about 25 of the 40 minutes. Portland gets 11 from Walker, nines from McSwiggan and Porter, eight from, I say Porter, nine from Franklin Porter, eight from Malcolm Porter, three for Tyson, three for Diabate, two for Shaver, gets you to 45, a season low in scoring for the Pilots, who were averaging 78 points a game. 77 points a game, and a season low allowed by BYU at 45. So in the last two games, BYU's allowed Mark 52 points and 45 points. Yeah, I bet Portland looked at that Texas Southern game and said, maybe this is the way we can hang in this game with BYU, really slow it down. But And it worked for a while, but only 45 points. This is a team that casts up a ton of three, 27 three sides, casts up a ton. They shoot a good percentage. To only score 45 is a real credit to BYU's defense tonight. Portland ends up shooting on the night 29% from the field, 26% from three, and 31% at the free throw line. You do not win at 30, 26, and 31 in those three main shooting numbers. So really no shot for Portland at that number. But it really wasn't that way until really late as BYU clamped down. Portland for a while there was, like we said, hanging in with BYU. But their second half shooting went to 26% field and 13% from three. BYU for the game shoots 50% field, just 20% from the arc on a subpar night, three of 15. But 74% at the free throw line, certainly good enough at 14 of 19. 
Portland had a tough time everywhere. Only 4 of 13 from the free throw line, and the wrong guys were shooting him. Hartwich and Diabate combined to go 1 for 7 at the stripe themselves. So just take a look at what Portland did outside the arc. 7 for 27 inside the arc. 10 for 31 for Portland. So uh, a tough night finding the range. BYU's stat sheet shows Childs with 26 and 13. Bryant 22 and 15. Haas with 8 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, and a steal. So kind of well-rounded quietly for TJ tonight. Seven points for McKay Cannon off the bench. And then uh, you find a bunch of twos. Uh, Jashir two, Worthington two, and Selyus two, and that's it for BYU at 69. BYU was averaging on the season tonight. On the season coming into tonight, 77 a game. They score 69, but win it big by 24. And that amazing number we kind of gloss over. When teams don't get to 60 against BYU, teams don't beat BYU in the Dave Rose era. Dave Rose era, BYU mark is now again 85-0 and 0 when they hold teams under 60, as they did tonight. Well, I hope they hold uh, St. Mary's to under 60 <laughs> because uh, that, that's a big wi- game coming up and it would be a big win for BYU. But, man, they had to take care of business tonight. It certainly was a tougher game than I thought. I was impressed with, with Portland. they got a bunch of guards that can really shoot and they're quick and poses some real problems for BYU. And I think it kind of good job from the coaches to figure out how to do things better to job defensively in the second half and BYU runs away with it. But I, that makes you a little nervous about going up to uh, – to Portland to play this team. They were, they're better than I thought they would be. BYU shot 50% tonight. That's now 50% or better from the field in five of the Cougars' last six games. BYU wins it tonight. Nine-game win streak. The longest win streak for BYU since Jimmer Mania. It was the senior season for Jimmer Fredette. BYU that year had two 10-game win streaks. And so tonight's nine is the longest since that time. So the longest win streak for BYU in the, w- in the WCC era is now at nine and counting as the Cougars go to 12-2 and two on the year, beating Portland by 24, 69-45, our final score. Taking a look now at our new skin data discovery brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Mark, what else did you discover in uh, crunching the numbers from tonight? Yeah, well, I, uh, you know, when you're playing a team like Portland, you know you're, they're going to have an advantage from the three-point line likely. And Portland did, even though they, they cooled off. They still made seven threes. But BYU dominated in the paint, 40 to 18 in the paint. Yoli was really good. And that's with a big enforcer in there in heart, which had like seven blocks. But BYU still dominated the paint. Well, Mark, that number, though, uh, seven is well below their average. Uh, They had made ten or more threes in eight games this year. They were averaging 10.1 per game, and so being held to seven is a mission accomplished by BYU uh, that way. Yeah, it's particularly in the second. Even the ones they made in the second half, they banked one in. I mean, BYU really locked it down from the three-point line in the second half. All right, final score, 69-45. to 45, BYU a winner in their WCC opener. BYU now 3-4 and four in their WCC lid lifters. Jason Shepard coming up with Cougar Postgame Live. Then we'll return to courtside in Provo for courtside coverage and comments from players and coaches as we continue. BYU 69 and Portland 45 is our final on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Welcome back. Jason Shepard with you in our BYU Radio Studios. Cougars with the 69-45 to victory over the Portland Pilots. BYU starting out WCC play 1-0. and Coming up in just a few minutes, Cougar Post Game Live. We will update you on what BYU women's basketball is doing. They are on the road at Portland. We'll also update you on top 25 college hoops, as well as bowl games in college football. Just a quick message to all of our network affiliates. We are going to take break number 23 right here. After this, we'll come back and we will have Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Sellius another three. Got it again! For Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. BYU gets the win tonight over the Portland Pilots in WCC game number one, 69-45 in favor of the Cougars. Welcome in to Cougar Post Game Live. We'll get you back to the Marriott Center for more post-game action coming up in just a few minutes. Updating you on other scores going on right now. We will start with BYU women's basketball. It's their WCC opener night as well. They are taking on the Portland Pilots in Portland at the Childs Center. It is 37-23 in favor of BYU. They have reached halftime. Cassie DeVagere leading all scores. She has 10 points, uh, 5 of 7 from the free throw line, 2 of 7 from the field. She leads the Cougars in scoring. Again, 10 points, 37-23. BYU women's basketball leading Portland on the road. Top 25 action for men's hoops. Number 23, Seton Hall, 6 better than number 25. Creighton, 90-84 is the final there. Also a final in top 25 action has something to do with the WCC race. Gonzaga hosting Pacific, as you would expect. This was all Zags tonight in Spokane. 81-48 in favor of the Bulldogs. Other WCC action. San Diego defeating San Francisco by 10, 73-63. That game played in San Diego. Halftime at Santa Clara. It is the Broncos leading the Pepperdine Waves 29-27. And coming up in just a few minutes, about to tip off in Moraga. St. Mary's who will be in town Saturday to take on BYU. They're getting ready to tip off against LMU. Let's quickly pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. BYU gets the win tonight, 69-45. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and wrap up Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, wrapping up Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. Your final tonight from the Marriott Center, 69-45. Coming up, we'll send you back to the Marriott Center. Yoli Childs will be joining Greg Rubel and Mark Duran in the Cougar Locker Room Show. Again, your final tonight, 69-45. BYU beats Portland back in action Saturday against the St. Mary's Gales. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! 
Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant, Edie, and Coolin courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It was dueling double-doubles in a big BYU win tonight. Cougars 69, Portland 45. Our final score, Elijah Bryant, 22 points, career-high 15 rebounds. Yoli Childs, career-high 26 points, 13 rebounds. As BYU pulls away from pesky Portland to win it by 24, and Yoli Childs joins us here on the Cougar Locker Room Show. Yoli, thanks for coming on and taking a few minutes with us and our audience. Appreciate you having me. Congratulations to you personally and to the team as a whole. And I guess uh, it's all about keeping it going right now, isn't it? Yes, sir. That's what it's all about, just getting wins. Nine straight wins. Tell us about the game Portland gave you tonight, maybe maybe the game plan that you had designed and what you saw from this Portland team once you guys hit the floor. Uh, Portland's a very, very good three-point shooting team, and they're very good in transition as well. So we were trying to limit that and take that away. Uh, we gave up too many threes, uh, too many attempts, but I think we did a good job of contesting it. So uh, just proud of our guys for that. Well, y'all, congratulations on a great game. And uh, obviously Portland is a three-point threat, but they had a big seven-foot two guy out there in Hartwich. And, and Texas Southern, I mean, you played against like 14 and a half feet of a big guy the last two games. What do you do against a guy? I mean, you're tall, but you're not that tall. What do you? How do you like to approach guys like that in a, in a game? Yeah, I mean, I think it's all about learning from the past and learning from past games. And in the past game, I was kind of shying away from the contact, trying to float it up. And in this game, the coaches just talked to me about learning from the last game and going into guys and going through shot blockers because a lot of shot blockers like to come from the help side. So if you can go through their chest, they're, they're not as good there. So sometimes it was Hartwich. Other times your assignment was the three-point shooter, uh, the four-man McSwigan, who shoots 46% from the arc. And so you were all over the floor tonight. Yeah, he, he was a great player. Both of those were great players. So uh, just hats off to those guys, and they were a class act. BYU goes on a, on a late run, an 18-2 spurt, but it was a one-point game uh, with 15 minutes to go in this thing. They were hanging in, hanging in. Uh, what was the, the sense as you guys had timeouts and as you guys ran your stuff about how well Portland was hanging with you? Uh, we just know we got to stick with what we do, and that's uh, playing team defense and sharing the ball on the offensive end. And, and like we've been doing all year, there's going to be teams that stick with you, and there's going to be teams that knock down shots, and they're going to stick with you for a large part of the game. But if you keep grinding away and playing team defense and focus on that end of the ball, uh, everything's going to take care of itself. Earlier in the season, uh, Yoli, Arlington scored 89 on you. Next game, Niagara scored 88 on you. These are the point totals since. 71 66, 58-66, 68-68-65, 71-52-45. Nothing close to the early season numbers. How well are you guys locked in right now, concept-wise, scheme-wise, and what you want to get done defensively? We know if we need to reach our goals, uh, that, that's what it's all about. We need to play defense, and, and that needs to be our focus. And I'm just so proud of our guys for maintaining that mindset. Uh, we have guys that are so unselfish, like, we got guys taking three shots, and they're still locked in on that defensive end. So I, I'm so lucky to play with this group of guys, and I'm so proud of how they compete on that defensive end of the floor and how they compete for their team and not for themselves. What about uh, Elijah Bryant? What a nice night. 15 rebounds. That's six more than his career high. What what a great effort. Describe Elijah, his game, what he does for this team. By the way, did, did, did he leave enough for you tonight? Just enough rebounds for you? I mean, oh, are you yeah, going to take them. that, Elijah? <laughs> he's always stealing them. you got two more than you. Don't don't let the guards do that. <laughs> no, Eli, Eli's a great player. He does so much for this team, and uh, we're so lucky to have him. He stretches the floor for us. He brings it up the court. He switches in multiple positions. He guards one through four. He rebounds the ball. He finds guys. He goes on and on. He does so much for our team, and, and we're so lucky to have him. 
Now, you were fully locked in and focused on what's happening on the floor. Did you happen to notice those Jazz players sitting in the courtside seats tonight? Yeah, I noticed Donovan. That was pretty <laughs> cool. He's having a he's having a great year, so that's pretty cool that he's he's humble enough to come out to a college game and and uh, support a local team. So I think that's super cool of those guys to do. And BYU put on a good show, uh, led by Eli and Yoli. We're talking with Yoli Childs and more from Mr. Childs coming up after this break. As we take it, we'll tell you BYU wins it by a score of 69-45 in front of 16,592 during a class break period for BYU. Well done, Cougar Nation. We're back with more from Yo after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back courtside to the Marriott Center, where BYU defeats Portland by a score of 69-45. to BYU goes to 12-2 and on the year, 1-0 and in the West Coast Conference, and Yoli Childs with us. And, Yoli, that's the biggest number tonight is 1-1-0 in the WCC. Conference title chase began tonight. Yeah, I mean, that's all we care about. We have, uh, we have big goals, and we know it starts with, with that first game. We talked uh, right before the break about that crowd number, and off the air we chatted a bit about it. But during this holiday time, final exams time, class break time, BYU's drawn some really good numbers to come watch you guys play. So kudos to the fans. Yeah, I mean, I just want to personally thank Cougar Nation. That's big time. I know uh, a lot of people with their families, but I appreciate you guys taking the time to come out and support us like that. It means a lot. Well, nine wins in a row, Yoli, that's not nothing, man. That's impressive. Uh, if you had to just say one thing about what, what has uh, helped this team get to that point, what would it be? Uh, just the mindset. We, we have a chip on our shoulder. We want to come in and just, just blow teams out. That's our mindset. We know uh, from the preseason we've been overlooked, and uh, it's always uh, St. Mary's Gonzaga, St. Mary's Gonzaga, and we want to prove that, that we belong in that conversation and that we belong back in the tournament. So BYU's 12 and 2. Looking to join you at that record is St. Mary's. They were 11 and 2 coming in tonight. We look at their game early tonight. They're up 14 to 2 on LMU there in Moraga. They have a quick turnaround. They're coming to your building on Saturday afternoon, Saturday matinee, and and the next big game of this season comes up Saturday afternoon. You and the Gales, and a lot about uh, who wins this league will be partly dependent on who comes out with a win on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, we're all super excited to play St. Mary's. Uh, they're not a good team. They're a great team. And uh, it's just going to be an exciting game, and I'm excited to see how we handle what they do. You haven't gotten deep into the scout yet, obviously, but uh, four guys they play go 6'10 or taller. So you've seen the last couple of games, a couple of seven-footers, more height coming your way Saturday. Yeah, for sure. They're, they're a very disciplined team. They're a long team, and they contest everything inside. So it, it'll be exciting to see how we uh, play against that and how much we've grown. How recent is the new haircut, by the way? Oh, this morning. That's this morning. It looked, it looked pretty recent. So I wondered, uh, so uh, what were you going for with this latest look? With, oh, it's just the same old, you know. Who same cuts old. it? Just nice and tight. Uh, I, I, oh, I don't want to say this. I got to say, though. I go to uh, Una's. I got a barber in Salt Lake I've been going to my whole life. So You still go there? I, I usually do, but I've cheated on them a couple times. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of far. <laughs> so for this one today, you didn't go to Salt Lake, did you? No, I went, I went to this place called Una's. So Una's is not the Salt Lake place. No, it's, it's just up on uh, State Street. But they're treating you well here locally, obviously. Yep. Who do you want to give a shout-out to in Salt Lake? Those who who has been keeping you looking oh, good for Salt years? Oh, in Salt Lake, shout-out to my guys uh, Melvin and Ramon. They've been cutting me since I was 11, 12 years old. Done it all. Designs in the hair, <laughs> two-foot flat top. 
Those are my guys. So to those guys and Unas, uh, way to go for keeping uh, keeping Yoli look, uh, looking tight. Way to go. All right, uh, early congratulations on the night tonight. Team for the win, and we will see you uh, Saturday. Thanks for having me on. appreciate right. it. That's Yoli Childs. We'll come back with the coaches' comments next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 69, Portland 45 is our final score. BYU improves to 10-0 all-time against the Pilots here at the Marriott Center. And uh, a nine-game win streak is the result. Uh, BYU's longest win streak since the second of two 10-game runs in Jimmer Fredette's senior season of 2010-11. So Coach Dave Rosa joins us now. Congratulations on the win and the longest string in some time for you guys. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a nice little run that the guys are on, especially, you know, it's so hard to... You know, be consistently good in every aspect of the game, and I and right now, you know, we're not shooting the ball like we're capable of shooting it. But uh, I think that uh, w- what we're doing is we're guarding, we're guarding really well. I mean, we, we hold a team that averages 78 some odd points a game. You know, to 40, uh, what we get 40, 45. 45 tonight, and and it's two halves of of, of just really uh, committed, you know, ball to that area of of, of the game, and I, I think that. You know, uh, they made some threes early, um, some tough threes. But uh, I thought the second half especially that we, we, we they didn't get very many where there wasn't somebody there quick or they had to dribble quick and step back. It wasn't horse shots where you just catch it and, and fire them in. So our ability to be able to get in the gaps and then get home, it was pretty good tonight. Dave, it's pretty good when you say that, you know, you're not shooting it the way you want to yet for the fifth time in the last six games. You made 50% or better from the field. Well, I thought we made really good adjustments in the, you know, at, at halftime as far as, and how we were going to play as far as attacking them at the rim. They only had four fouls in the first half, and a lot of that was just because we were passive. And they're going to play a small lineup, and then we're going to jump up and shoot all these shots. When in reality, we were bigger and stronger. You got to kind of make them pay for that 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 smaller lineup, and that smaller lineup causes us a bunch of problems on the other end. So let's make it cause them some problems on on, on, uh, on their end defensively. And I thought in the second half, that's where we, we, we really kind of pounded it in uh, a little bit better and, you know, got 10 fouls called on them, which was our aggressiveness going to the rim. And um, so and throwing the ball inside, I, I thought that, uh, you know, the guys were really unselfish and it was, uh, you know, a really good win for us. It was a good win, Coach. Not not many times do you get more rebounds than the other team gets points. That's impressive, 46 rebounds. But uh, that, that, I think that credits your defense and, and your rebounding. Uh, what do you do, do when you when you play play a team like Portland, who's so focused on the threes, shoot such a good percentage? What what approach do you take with a team like that? Well, I, I think I talked to Greg a little bit about on a, on the pregame show that uh, it's a good time to play Portland because we just played Texas Southern and Texas Southern, where we really had to get into gaps and really help that, that you know the. The, the, the guys got to get up on the ball. We're not the best on-ball defenders, but if we know we've got guys on both sides in that gap, that, that we can get out a little bit further and we can contest a little bit better. And 
like I said, there weren't very many shots where our hand was down. We we had our hand up and, and made him speed up just a little bit somewhere. Uh, you know, they shot enough. They, they they make 10 a game. They shoot 24, 25 a game. They got 27, made only seven of them. Uh, and, and now, you know, the first thing you think about when you go through that is if you can do the same thing to them up there at their place because uh, they had a hard time making three here in the second half. You said in the pregame, though, this would be a good test of what you want to get done on the perimeter, and the test was passed. Uh, it was good. Yeah, yeah we held them to uh, you know, right around 25% from the three-point line. And, and a team that is this determined – uh, and it is, and it, it's such a big part of their offense, that three-point shot, that's pretty good. So BYU goes to, uh, again, 12-2 and two on the season on the strength of this nine-game win streak. And we have to mention before the break uh, the career nights, at least career highs, for Elijah Bryant and Yoli Childs. Eli's 15 boards are a career high, and uh, Yoli's 26 points were a career high as they went 22-15 and 15 for Eli and then 26-13 and 13 for Yo. And, and Yo had a great uh, a great first half for us, you know, where I thought Elijah was great in the first half on the defensive end and kind of really sharing the ball. He scored a lot in the second half. But, you know, Yo's ability to, to you know, get to the rim and to, to catch difficult passes when the big fella comes over and helps and then we slide that thing to him and his ability to grab it and just explode and get up there and finish is, uh, is, is really a, uh, you know, an advantage for us. And then, you know, his ability to... Uh, to get to the free throw line, you know, make those free throws, uh, I think it puts a lot of pressure on, on, on the other team. And they, they switch back and forth, try to put a quicker guy on him, then try to bigger guy, and he was just pretty dominant tonight. And then Eli's really turned into a, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a really strong defensive rebounder for us, and we really rely on him. And he got all 15 of those on the defensive end. That's pretty good. BYU wins it by a score of 69 to 45. We'll take a break. More with Coach Rose coming up here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back to the Marriott Center where uh, almost 17,000 fans watch BYU go to 12-2, defeating Portland 69-45. BYU opens up 1-0 on the West Coast Conference. And Coach Rose, I guess we get to update our number now, 85-0. In the Dave Rose era, when the team doesn't get to 60 on you, and Portland got to 45 tonight. Yeah, well, I, I wondered t- tonight if we were going to get to 60. <laughs> you know, we were uh, uh, offense was was hard for us, but it didn't deter us on our defensive end, which was good. Our guys stayed with it, and we battled and stayed in our game plan, stayed within ourselves. So I thought we played some interesting lineups tonight. You know, with four guards at times, just because of trying to match up with them, and plus we, you know, we got in a little bit of foul trouble, but. Uh, I mean, I like I like the determination of this group. You know, Saturday's going to be a whole new animal. I mean, we're yeah. defending the best, of most efficient offensive team in the country, and so we'll see how we do. What do you think, by the way, of that uh, 16,592 number during a class break period? Yeah, what a, what a great crowd. You know, I think sometimes you, you worry about you know, these these scheduled games uh, without, the, without the students here, but... Uh, you know, I think we caught a break because I think there's a lot of people here in town for the holidays that, that don't get a chance to see us a lot. But uh, what a great crowd! And it was, I mean, it, I mean, it was a, a, a exciting vibe, feeling here tonight. And I think our guys really kind of responded to it. Yoli Childs dunked about as often as uh, Donovan Mitchell dunks in a game, and he was here to watch tonight. <laughs> yeah, that, that was uh, that was interesting. We had two shows going on. We had a game, and then we had that show over there going on. And uh, it's kind of nice to have those guys here, and and and, and hopefully they. Uh, you know, they see this, feel it, and then they can, uh, in their little 
you know, the worlds that they operate in. They can talk about what a great environment it is yeah. here and how how, uh, how our guys, our people really come out and support our guys. Well, Coach, you look at TJ's numbers, and he fills out the, the stat sheet pretty nicely, does some good things for you, but, you know, his offensive numbers are down. Uh, how do you feel about TJ, where he's at, and what he's doing for the team right now? Well, I think that he is uh, he's a real spark to our group. He's, I think defensively he's become way – uh, way more engaged and in tune defensively. Uh, tonight, I thought he made a, a, a unbelievable, you know, defensive plays that don't show up in the stats. Where he was in the right position, challenging guys. Uh, you know, he he caught a, a tough break with, uh, you know, the foul and then a technical foul. And these guys, I mean, they've, they've been told. Everybody knows that the first game in league, the second game in league, that you know any response to the referees that they're going to try to try to, you know slam me forward and i think that that caused a little frustration for him but i think that uh you know the 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 versatility of his game uh is what really really uh you know helps our team and 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 makes us what we are visiting with coach rose on the byu creamery cougar postgame coaches show you've got the 12 and 2 tonight st mary's looks to join you as they host uh, lmu tonight in the uh, gales conference opener then they turn right around and play you in a Saturday afternoon matinee here at 2 o'clock. They're out to a nice lead against LMU, 33-12 early in Moraga. You mentioned their efficiency. Uh, one of Randy Bennett's very best offensive teams comes in here on the on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, and they, you know, they they grind you out, and they get you on one side, and then they get the ball the other side, and then they set a ball screen, and you adjust to it, and then they get you in rotation, and that's where they're really good. I mean, they just kind of hit pot shots. Uh, from side to side, and the big fella is probably as good a low post scorer as there is in the country. And so you got to decide if you're going to, you know, bring a second guy, drop a guy down. You're going to try to push him out and make him, you know, play from a little bit further from the rim. Uh, there'll be a lot of, uh, you know, discussion you mm-hmm. know, between now and when we tip off on Tuesday. It's, how it's probably already this. going on right now <laughs> in your <laughs> locker room. And hopefully that, uh, you know, we can we can, we can get the best game plan possible in a short period of time, and then our guys will will trust it, and we'll be able to get in here and execute it on Saturday. But it is great to get off on the right foot right here, one and zero in league. A great win. Uh, any any win that you get in, in in league, you can tell by all the scores. You know, Gonzaga score and and uh, you know Pepperdine and Santa Clara score and San Diego score that. Uh, Everybody knows everybody in this thing, and uh, you know you, the, the the 90 and 100 point games that you see in the preseason non-conference schedule. The, you don't see quite as many of those as the league gets started. Well, this was your 430th game tonight here at uh, BYU, win number 317. Congratulations on it, and best of luck against the Gales here on Saturday. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that's Dave Rose. We'll come back to wrap it up here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. All right, BYU against St. Mary's Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock here, 1 o'clock radio pregame. St. Mary's, by the way, running and running away from and hiding from Loyola Marymount, LMU, 35-14. to Gales have an early lead of 21 with a 5.38 to go in the first half in Moraga. The Gales will uh, turn it around and uh, get to Provo for that Saturday matinee and again 1 o'clock for the radio pregame. All right, here tonight, uh, BYU 69 and Portland 45 is our final. BYU now 10-0 against the Pilots all-time here in Provo and 17-2 all-time against Portland in the uh, historical series. The head coach of the Pilots is Terry Porter and uh, shortly after the game he spoke with uh, Talon Hatch, an intern with the BYU 
Media Relations Department. So uh, Talon doing work tonight and helping us out getting these comments from Coach Terry Porter a short time ago. Here's Coach Porter outside the Portland locker room a few moments ago. Overall, the, a lot of credit goes to BYU. They really did a, a tremendous job of not letting us really get into any type of rhythm offensively. Um, we just didn't find rhythm. Our scores struggled early on. We turned it over, allowed those guys to get out in open court and get some easy baskets, uh, allowed uh, um, Charles to really get into a good rhythm early in the first half and get to where he wanted to get to and score pretty easily on us. And so didn't show enough resistance, and uh, that was disappointing. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's what happens. you got to come out and be ready to compete. And I don't think we did that. How are you going to take this as a learning for experience for future Western Conference games going forward as well, the first yeah. conference game yeah, I mean, of the obviously, year? Obviously, uh, playing on the road is very tough in our conference. Teams always play well in their home court. Uh, this is a great environment, and um, you know our guys just didn't respond to it as well as we should have. Now we're going home, and we got to make sure that we come out and play with better intensity and um, better purpose than we had tonight. I just don't think we, uh, from the stretches, majority, we didn't play with the type of sense of urgency and intensity we needed. All right, there it is, uh, Terry Porter, head coach of the Portland Pilots. And again, thanks to Talon Hatch of the BYU Athletics Media Relations Department for getting those post-game comments that we could use on the air. Much appreciated. All right, uh, so he heads home. Uh, Terry Porter does with his Portland team to take on San Francisco at the Trials Center on Saturday. And uh, USF tonight was a loser in its WCC opener, coming off a big win against Nevada in Las Vegas. USF goes to USD, and USD showing once again they could be for real this year. 73-63, the Toreros beat the Dons. So USD opens up 1-0 in conference play. Also opening up 1-0, Gonzaga, dominant home win over Pacific, 81-48. So the Zags are 1-0, Pacific 0-1. Portland falls to 0-1, as you heard. BYU 1-0 along with the Zags and USD, and probably soon to be St. Mary's. It's the Gales 37 and Loyola Marymount 14. So LMU's on 14 points with around four minutes to go in the first half. Uh, also getting late, uh, Santa Clara and Pepperdine uh, playing at Santa Clara. And the Broncos have a one-point lead, 58-57, over the Waves, a couple of teams in the bottom five of the WCC standings. That's your WCC scoreboard update. Final score here tonight at the Marriott Center, BYU 69 and Portland 45. Off big nights from the dynamic duo in the uh, back and front court, respectively, Elijah Bryant and Yoli Childs. Elijah goes for 22 points and a career-high 15 rebounds. He added two assists, a block, and a couple of steals in 34 well-played minutes. And Yoli Childs, 26 points, career-high, along with 13 rebounds. He added an assist, two blocks, and a steal in 35 minutes. So behind those two leading the way, they score 48, and Portland as a team scores 45. So those two outscored the opposition as BYU wins it in front of 16,592. BYU nine wins in a row and 1-0 in the WCC. Our thanks to all, all those who made tonight's broadcast possible. To our crew back east, our control board operator, Drew Brackett, our network manager, Mike Tingle, our coordinating producer, Dave Shook, our BYU Broadcasting Board Operator, Cole Wissinger, our scoreboard studio host, Jason Shepard, our statistician, Russell Larson, my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant, our thanks to the SIDs, the Sports Information Directors for BYU, Kyle Chilton and Portland, Jason Bro, and all the coaches and players who were able to join us pre- and post-game to augment our coverage. We hope you enjoyed it wherever you tuned in tonight. Again, BYU is a winner by 24, 69-45 over Portland. Our next game is BYU 
BYU and St. Mary's. 1 o'clock radio pregame and a 2 o'clock tip Saturday afternoon at what we hope is a raucous Marriott Center as BYU looks to go to 2-0 and in league and win its 10th straight game overall. So for all the aforementioned, and thanking you once again for tuning in, I am Greg Rubel saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.